Chapter 4, Machu Picchu As they emerged from the time tunnel, Chris and the children found themselves in the middle of a flourishing Machu Picchu. It was a city at the pinnacle of the Incan civilization in 1490. Chris took out his decipher. We need to read and follow these pointers, he told the children. They will lead us to a good person who will keep our secret. Chris had done a long search before coming to their next adventure. Chris took time and learned about the Inca. He found a personality in history that could help them explore their time. The signs, inscribed with the cryptic glyphs of the Quechua language, were a puzzle that led them to that led them to Yam. They kept a low profile, maintaining secrecy and keeping out of sight. This was done to keep their visit a secret from others. They wanted to meet Yam first and follow her advice. When they reached her home, they could hear her sweet laughter traveling out of the house. They knocked and greeted the spirited-looking young girl when she opened the door. You must be, you must be Yam, Chris said, and she nodded. Ellie chimed in. We have come from faraway land and want to explore your city. She leaned forward, paused, looked around, and whispered the last line. But we don't want to draw too much attention. Yam burst into laughter at Ellie's style. Welcome! stepped aside and said in a cheery voice, I like you. What is your name? She asked Ellie, then leaned forward and whispered, I won't tell this to anyone. She burst into laughter again, and everyone joined her. Ellie replied, I'm Ellie. This is my uncle Chris and my brothers, Freddie and Fletcher. Yima and her grandmother greeted them warmly. Yam told them, the people of Machu Picchu don't trust strangers easily, especially those who wear unusual clothes. She eyed their t-shirts and pants. To fit in and explore, you must dress like locals. Yam's grandmother said, Oh, don't worry about that, dear. I must have some in my drawers. Uncle Chris dressed like an Incan noble and covered his wheelchair in red silk. Freddie and Fletcher helped him with that. Afterwards, Freddie and Fletcher took the roles of his bearers. They pretended to carry him on their shoulders like a man of high stature being transported on a litter. They put bamboo along the handles to transform the wheelchair completely. As they laughed and played their parts, Freddie and Fletcher discovered something extraordinary. The wheelchair seemed to hover and glide along the stone paths. Its mysterious adaptation to seemingly rocky and bumpy roads surprised them all. The city was being decorated. They found the city people preparing for the governor's daughter's wedding. Chris looked regal in his bejeweled clothes and the children, clothed in traditional Incan garb, looked like locals. The gang-turned Incan gang joined in the festivities. They ate yummy traditional foods. Fletcher loved the sweets. He wanted to sneak a few in his pockets to bring back home, but Chris forbade him. He reminded him of their rule that they were not to do that. As the sun set and the sky grew darker, they had a breathtaking view of the Milky Way. Ima told them that Machu Picchu was a sacred nexus where the earth touched the cosmos. They could see the difference between the sky from the past and the sky in their own time. The pollution has cost so much and such a beautiful view was lost in time. They watched in awe as priests and priestesses adorned in gold performed a celestial ceremony, their chants rising to the stars. The wedding ended in all the pomp and show. Everyone congratulated the bride and groom, and the governor too, of course. Yima informed them about the ceremony's completion. Ellie, gazing at the event, quickly questioned, when do the newlyweds share a kiss? Everyone smiled while Yam looked uncertain. 
Chris cleared the clouds of confusion. They don't have a wedding kiss in their tradition, unlike ours, which is why it was absent. Then a sudden realization struck Chris. It was time for them to return. At that moment, Freddie and Fletcher came running. They looked terrified. The chief hunters of the city had spotted them. They had admired their so-called strength in carrying the noblemen throughout the day and were now inviting them both to a midnight hunt. Chris knew they had to leave as soon as possible. They snuck away from the celebrations back to Yam's home. There, they exchanged gratitude and goodbyes. They returned the traditional clothes, even though Grandma insisted they keep them. Then, under the cover of night, they left the city of the Incas, their hearts echoing with joyful memories. They had learned a lot about their traditions. It was their luck that they could witness an Incan wedding.